Hey guys, and welcome to Kim's Corner. Um, today we will be discussing entrepreneurship, being your own boss. Um, I think this conversation will be exciting and interesting for people that want to be an entrepreneur um, or want to figure out a way to get their business started. Today, my guest will be Kawambi. Her, she and I have been friends for a long time and um i am so excited for her to be on the show because she has so many ideas and great tips and things like that um we met i think it was back in 2007 six or seven we met because my brother-in-law was getting married and at that time she was um doing mary Kay makeup and things like that and so we met because she came to do a consultation for my sister-in-law and ever since then we've been great friends so kawambi welcome to the show welcome to kim's corner hello thank you thank you for the awesome welcome oh you are so welcome thank you for being on the show today i know you are very very busy but tell us a little bit about yourself well okay well yes my, my name is kawambi spit with a k <laughs> woo, woo, woo. i am the mom of two beautiful teenage girls y'all pray so for beautiful me. Mm-hmm. don't forget the part pray for me teenagers <laughs> uh, <laughs> we praying lord I have a bubbly personality. I'm also the owner and designer of um, Lady Light Lap Scars. And I'm yes, ma'am. Artist. I am a freelance makeup artist at the time. Um, also certified MAC specialty um, artist and Clinique certified. Check, check, and check. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, anything else you want to add to the list, ma'am? No, no, I don't. That's that's short and simple. <laughs> short, sweet, and simple. So the thing that I don't think um, some people don't know about you is mm-hmm. how shy you used to be. But now you're just you, like you said, you're bubbly. You're out there. And I remember you trying to tell me, you know, I wanted to do Mary Kay, but I was like, I can't sell this stuff. I don't have that personality for. And you're like, Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I promise you. Once you get started, you'll be able to do it signed up never sold a thing but i order all the time from myself (laughs) (laughs) hey so um i just wanted to talk to you today so that you can you know share your insight on how you got started being your own entrepreneur what inspired you to become one um and things like that and also we're going to hit on the pandemic and how that's affecting your business okay okay all right so i know that you love makeup love 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 makeup but what inspired you to become your own entrepreneur like what made you just say okay i'm about to start my own business because i want to be my own boss okay well you know you mentioned um i was shy right and mm-hmm. you mentioned mary Kay, right um so joining mary Kay, i started mary Kay back in 2005 Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I was like the shyest person. I I wouldn't say anything to you unless you said something to me, and I kept it short and simple. Right. But getting into Mary Kay kind of um, opened my eyes to a lot of things, not only with the makeup but business, um, helping other women. So that was my first inspiration was working um, as a Mary Kay rep mm-hmm. um, and I, and building a team. Even though I was shy, I built a strong team. And so that gave me my motivation that, girl, you can do it. Right. Um, and teaching people how to apply makeup, 
um, the thing that took it to the next le- level was I wanted to do more hands-on. So in order to do more hands-on, I would have to freelance. So I became, mm-hmm. I just started marketing myself as a freelance makeup artist, not so much as a Mary Kay makeup artist, but um, just being a Mary Kay kind of inspired that in me. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with Mary Kay's inspiration because you always had a, a beautiful vision and your art I call makeup art it is so beautiful yes, so thank you you're welcome you know I mean I truly mean it but um so with that inspiration became makeup by Kawan BD uh-huh. so tell us a little bit about makeup by Kawan BD well makeup by Kawan BD is a hands-on mobile um I go to most of my clients um, and the majority of them, you know, come to me on mm-hmm. location. Um, I do a lot with weddings. So um, I go to venues, do weddings. I just love the freedom of it. Um, and I get to every client that I get to um, that chooses me. Um, I, I feel like I become a part of their lives because right. even with the not with the even with the brides and prom season, I see them like twice a year or either yearly. So I start to become a part of these people's lives. So not only am I leaving an impression on their face, right. but I also get to leave an impression in their heart. Right. And it comes out through the pictures. It shows in the pictures because you've done that makeup. So, hey, yeah. there you go. Lasting memories. Mm-hmm. So with Ladylike, mm-hmm. I love Ladylike. Thank you. And I know y'all get tired of me saying I love her work, but I truly do. Not because she's my friend, but because, like she said, she put her heart into everything that she does um but with ladylike how did why what inspired the name ladylike because it's so fit what you're doing and then also with that name ladylike tell us what ladylike is what it means to you okay so okay ladylike came about oh my gosh that is ladylike is my god idea like that some people say it was a good idea it was such a god inspired god idea um that started in 2013 so this is year seven but it was a vision that was given to me um out of a need that i out of a need and a want that i had so i'm a church girl i Mm -hmm. well until you know recently we're starting to close down but i'm a church girl um my husband and i in leadership um and this it was one particular time i went to church and I had a skirt on. My skirt was knee length, but you know when you sit down, right? It rides. You have to give like an inch or two allowance. Like, oh, yeah, wow. I know my skirt was long enough, but anyway, I thought I was cute anyway. But I didn't have a lap skirt. Real cute. <laughs> I didn't have a lap skirt, but I didn't like the lap skirt that I've seen. I was like, oh my goodness, I do not yeah. want to put that lap skirt on. So, yeah. but I did. I had to put on lap skirt that was um, provided at the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you talking about those Sister Mary Clarence um, lap scars? Yeah, you know mm-hmm. the ones that make you feel condemned when you put them on. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, I thought about something later. I thought about, I was in the shower one day and I was thinking, gosh, I remember that day I was in church and I was you know had on a cute outfit, but once I put that lap scarf on, it just took my confidence down, took my style down, like everything just dropped. Right. So I start visualizing what I would want my ideal laptop to look like because I will have a need for it. I will have. Mm-hmm. A, I want it to not only need it. I want people to actually want like a accessory. Right. Um. So all of that thinking, I didn't. I didn't utter a word out of my mouth. I'm just thinking. 
as I was thinking, I, I start seeing in my head what I wanted them to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, then I started hearing who make them. And I know the Holy Spirit, I do have the Holy Spirit within me. You know? mm-hmm. Yes, you so do. The, and yeah, and he speaks to me. So my the Holy Spirit said, make them and call them ladylike. Wow. I love it. <laughs> I was like, I listen, I jumped out of the shower and ran and told my husband, guess what? Guess what? Went down the field of all that and told and God said, make them and call them lady. Like I was not even looking for a name, but it all came in one sentence. Wow. So wow. Yeah, that was a, the vision was a start, and then I had to start putting my hands to the plow. To work. Keep right. in mind though, I did not know how to sew. I had no Exactly. Experience. That was my next question. Like, how did you learn? What made you just get up and go? Because I mean, I know you didn't know how to sew and you taught yourself how to sew. You taught yourself mostly everything about your business. So yeah. how was that process for you? It was frustrating. <laughs> I'm Definitely, sure it was. <laughs> um, it started out fun, I would say. Mm-hmm. It started out fun, just um, I was like, okay, goodness, it couldn't it it can't take that much to, to sew a lap scar. Um, so I thought about okay, lap, lap scars, oh they're different sizes though. And oh, how did they get this trim? I didn't even know how to thread a needle. So I started asking people, I started delegating the sewing part to others. Mm-hmm. And it, it just failed. It it failed right. in the beginning because it was something I was supposed to do myself. And so mm-hmm. had, and it wasn't your vision, yeah. Right. And so I had to um go through the frustration the trials the errors um and then i just did, i came to a point where i did like what i saw um mm-hmm. after i after i was satisfied with the finished product i did get it critiqued by um elder an older lady that i admired as um a mother mm-hmm. um, and she was very experienced in sewing and she looked at me and she said yeah baby you got it so i went okay <laughs> i went running from there and you did you hit the ground running and i am so so proud of you because the shy columbia that i met back in 2006 or 7 is now this outspoken beautiful lady that loves her work and loves what you put out to people and you want people to love your product right you take your time and you try to make everything as perfect as possible before you send it out to people so that's so awesome. Thank you. Yes, I do. You're welcome. So with you being your uh, being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. your business is, is ran from inside your home. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So how do you balance? Because, you know, Rona, Corona, <laughs> she don't took over everything. So the kids are home. Your husband, I know he works, but he's in and out. So how do you um, organize your day so that you can have you know balance that family personal time and business life yeah that is a that is a major day-to-day challenge um mm-hmm. it's a challenge um especially like you said in these times where you know we're in the middle of a pandemic and not too many places you can go um so you have to utilize the space at home um so i have to intentionally intentionally block out mm-hmm. time um, in space for my business. So when I say intentionally, that means I let everybody know, okay, hey, I'm getting ready to um, go into the sewing area. Just, you know, need this time. I'll be here about 30, 40 minutes or, you know, or longer. Um, and I just right. have to pretty much create my space um, and make mm-hmm. it intentional. So it does, it works that way. It has been working. Um, sometimes it, it can get a little frustrating when I get 
lazy and say I don't want to do this right now. Then I put yeah, my we have in. those days. I'll put my time into something else, and then I'll come back and I have a load of work to do. So it's a day to day challenge. And with that, you know, like you said, you have to be your own self motivator. Um, and also, do, do your kids try to help, or do they hinder more than help? <laughs> but don't tell them I said that. <laughs> um, not consistently. They have helped. Um, they not with the sewing part, but they I've shown them, so at least they kind of know. But I don't. I didn't want to push them to actually do it, but they do help with the things like putting my my stuff in the packaging. Um, mm-hmm. putting the boxes together going with me mm-hmm. shopping make sure I get the right thing so they help in a way that is fun for them and not um, okay. you know overbearing but yeah, yeah. and they're older too so they're not at a place where you have to to get them situated and, and settled mm-hmm. before you can get to your work so they're they're older kids yeah. too so yeah that that's that's i'm sure that part is working out for yeah, you yeah that makes it better because they so, have their own interests so they yeah they are teenagers so they have other things that they want to do so they're not like running and nagging mommy 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 <laughs> <laughs> so with with the rona mm-hmm. being in the area i know that has affected a whole lot of businesses um please tell me how that has um, affected how you handle your businesses. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it has really affected um, my makeup business because I'm not able to, you know, do makeup appointments. I'm not able to take makeup appointments. I'm not doing the. I'm not doing the face-to-face contact. Um, so mm-hmm. some and some are some freelance makeup artists are, but I chose not to because it's, it's still too risky. Um, I'm actually right. in a hot spot of the vir- of the um, outbreak, so I'm taking it really, really slow. So what I have done to um, to balance that is I'm offering mm-hmm. virtual appointments. Uh, so yeah, because there are uh, ladies that just hey they want to they want to get ready for their zoom meeting or mm-hmm. you know they they have things they have to do because everything is becoming virtual they still want to look the part so i'm showing them step by step how to get the look that they want with the products that they have so even though i'm not doing right. face-to-face hey i just alternated it and adjust it and take advantage of the virtual appointments yeah and that also gives them an opportunity to play with the makeup themselves mm-hmm. because i mean just how you put it on they're not going to put it on the same right. way speak from experience i know because you beat my face plenty of times and i mean be in a beautiful way and then when i went home i looked like i had a black eye what happened i did the same thing she did why i don't look like that that's what i'm right. thinking to myself so it gives them an opportunity to you know hear what you're saying and see what you're doing but also be able to put the makeup on themselves but get the information from a professional. Right. So that works out great. Um, how what, Have you had any challenges, not only with the virtual, mm-hmm. but um, before all of the pandemic started, what challenges have you had? Because I'm sure somebody have asked, asked you a price, mm-hmm. you gave the price, and then they checked price somewhere else, and then came back to you and asked for a little bit of discount. Oh, yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> Because I've been doing this so long, I've encountered a lot of, you know, people don't want to pay that much. Or um, if I did, if I supply the makeup, can can I take this price? You know, stuff like that. But I, I handle it pretty well. I 
even in the past year, I haven't done a lot of freelance because um, I was working as a max specialty artist. So, you know, they have their own rules and we go by that. But as a freelance artist, I set my prices. Um, I tell them, you know, what it is that they get, the service that they get um, for the price. And we just either mm-hmm. come to an agreement or they decide or I decide that I'm just not the one for them. But, you know, offering discounts um, and coming down on my price is is really not something that I do because I value my time and my experience. Right. Yeah. And, and to, to take it down with me and I say that I devalue devalue yeah of course and you know that's a lot of preparation that you have to put into it because you know you have to get mentally ready and then you also open your home to people that you don't even know so of course I mean people don't understand that when you're self-made you got to be self you got to get that money worth your time it doesn't make sense for you to sit there and charge them something and you don't get compensated for it that's not fair and so truth be told if you don't like the prices go elsewhere the makeup may not be what you want it to be but that's what you paid for so if you want Columbia D you got to pay Columbia D's prices mm-hmm. if you want lady like you got to get lady you got to pay the lady like prices but you're gonna get what you pay for exactly. it's gonna be spot on yes ma'am whoop whoop <laughs> so <laughs> yes yes just like that so Living in, in um, and I used to live in the same area, same space. So this is not coming from a negative mm-hmm. um, space or anything like that. But, you know, living near an economically challenged area, how has that, um, again, challenged you to promote your business and, you know, make it as successful as it has become? Because I'm sure that there have like I said, you face many challenges, but at the same time, with the pandemic coming in, yeah. a lot of places have faced challenges. But you being an entrepreneur yourself, how have you continued to promote your business so that it can remain successful? Well, um, Lady Like is, is a really is strong, has a strong um, backbone. So with Lady mm-hmm. Like, Lady Like, sorry, um, mm-hmm. I started out with the website. So I gained a lot of clientele from other states. Like locally, I don't have a lot of clientele, but because of my website and my engagement with my potential customers that become loyal customers, um, mm-hmm. I kept that open. I have an email list that I keep in contact with um, my customers, but I still I'm still able to go to the post office. Um, I'm actually getting ready to start doing all my postal services from home. But Lady okay. Light, because of her the strong backbone that she has, has not skipped a beat, um, and it has mm-hmm. nothing because it has nothing to do with the area because the product is made by hand at home mm-hmm. and shipped out. And now the only thing that was you know facing problems was the the hands on with the makeup. But you know I'm having fun with that part with the virtual, and I'm having fun at my sewing machine making Lady Light. And actually, um, even through this pandemic. Ladylike has flourished even more. Wow! Yeah. So you're still able to get the products that you need because you know everybody making masks. Well, you know everybody has, making gowns. Yeah, you, you're right with that. Now that the product is not um, as easily to get as it used to be, but I had because I've been in business over seven years, I have accumulated so much, and I have an overstock of fabric. So I'm pulling mm-hmm. from what I have. 
um, I'm still able to go and I wasn't just just in the past couple of weeks I'm able to go in like my local Hobby Lobby and pick up like if I run out of glue if I run out of my um, thread needle I can get all that stuff because now it's open back up but before like I said I had a stash I had a um, overflow of product so I didn't I didn't really run into a big um, scarcity so I, I okay. just used, started using what I had to get what I needed to get done um, and just girl I was I was trying to order a certain fabric online I'm like why are everybody buying this <laughs> what I, why everybody got those and the elastic bands yeah they were gone but it just worked out that I didn't I didn't have to lose anything I, I pretty much just grabbed from what I had wow that's great and you know again well I think things are are trying to get back to how they want it to be not how it needs to be so um that's great that lady light didn't suffer because you know people weren't able to go to church or attend any type of um venues that would require them to be lady light so i'm glad that that's been productive mm-hmm. i guess they could make up by- <laughs> yeah right make up by kawambi d you know that's always going to be a hit you know but I wanted to ask you this about Makeup by Columbia Deep when you were allowing people to come into your space into your home did you have a set um, time or preference to because you know people think well she worked from home I can come anytime oh, no. did you have <laughs> a did. set I still had set operation no okay yeah, I, um, but they ask though I'm sure they still ask well can I come by 9 o'clock because I get off at 7.30 oh yeah (laughs) let me tell you I I did people still used used to ask but once I start narrowing down my my potential um, clients my target market and realize that I am not for everybody like I'm not the makeup artist that wants to even do everybody's face no there's a Mm -hmm. certain um market that I that I um, market to <laughs> there's a target I mm-hmm. have a target that I try to hit and I make sure mm-hmm. you know those people are like working women or women that's you know not not just not trying to categorize well yeah you still can categorize because I'm not I'm not for everybody like I don't want to do everybody's face I want it to be you know um, <laughs> I want it to make sense. right and because I have those hours of operation and because I have a target that I try to hit with who I reach to then and that's every business that's not just you that's every business I mean you can't sit here and try to think that you you on Burger King level but you think you're facing to go out here and sit on something higher than that no so everybody has I get what you're saying you go you meet like you said you have a target and you reach for it majority of my clientele they like a nice clean fresh natural look now every now and then, mm-hmm. like I said, with my prom girls, um, they want to go a little bit more dramatic. But that's not my, that's not like my focus. My focus is more mm-hmm. of the working woman with the, you know, that's going into the workplace or stuff like that. So yeah, right. I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the clientele. Now I used to, used to when I first started, I wanted to do everybody's face. Where you going to the club? Mm-hmm. Where you going? I want you. I want to be the one to do everybody's face. <laughs> But, but then I had to realize, okay, so I'm, you got to narrow it down. Who do you really want to capture? You know? Right. <laughs> right. Because it's an art, yeah. you know. It's not about just getting the money. It's the art. It's your vision. Right. 
So I get, you know, why you had a target. And that makes sense for anyone to have a target because, I mean, if you out there just trying to get money, let me do your makeup. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you just, if it's just, if it's not in art and it's not being taken seriously, but with you, you do, you take it very seriously and you put your time into it. It's, and even with the weddings, you know, I like how you, you would say everything had to mm-hmm. flow. The bridesmaid can't look better than the bride. You know, everything has to make sense, especially when you're going to have a picture on it. So I love how you sit there and you make sure that your craft is to your perfection. I mean, you care about what your clients say, but you also want to make sure that it makes right. sense to yes, you. Ma'am. So what advice, because I know we're talking about entrepreneurship and we talked about you personally, but being an entrepreneur, what are some tips or some ways or what you think you should have done versus what you what you had done just to get people started if they are thinking about being an entrepreneur okay well you know first of all i feel like everything should start with seeking god so always i would encourage Mm -hmm. everybody if you have an idea if you have something that you want to start or you just you know just pray about it pray 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 ask god for direction and guidance and asking for um innovative ideas and once those things start coming and you have assurance that you know what god is backing me i can do this then there comes the uh, research um research whatever it is that you want to do do your research find out who else is doing it what are they doing not so you can duplicate just so you can see how you know how it goes but definitely do your research mm-hmm. have confidence in yourself have confidence in what you want to do don't be so focused on um everybody's doing it uh, yeah right don't don't be so focused on but everybody's doing this everybody's doing it so what mm-hmm. everybody's not you and because right. everybody is custom everybody's custom made so your blueprint right. is going to be on it so i just encourage people to go for it go for it what I wish I had done it. in the beginning because I was so eager um, that sometimes the eagerness can take over, um, you know, the practice, the practicality of things. I was so eager to get it done and work with my hands that I didn't get the groundwork. I didn't get the business basics um, taken care of. So make sure you look into: Do I need to have a trademark? Do I need to um, have an LLC? Do I? What is it that I need to have? and starting my business so that when you start it won't get snatched from you right and be ready for the haters be ready for the naysayers be ready for all of that because they gonna come people that you didn't even know were watching you they watching and they gonna have something to say as soon as you get started so be ready for all of that but don't let it stop you let it be your motivation exactly yeah because yeah sometimes even the it doesn't come in words it comes in the looks and it comes in the non-response from Mm -hmm. people that you value and thought that oh i thought they would have been on my side but Mm -hmm. not necessarily so have tunnel vision (laughs) it's like you have to really have tunnel vision and treat it like it's your precious baby nobody's gonna touch Mm -hmm. this everybody ain't gonna know about this you know until it's ready to be broadcast right right and that's so true because once you get to telling somebody about certain things or once you get to throwing out little tips, then that's when you get the side eyes. Oh, well, she trying to do this or she trying to do that. Well, what make her think her business? Everybody can do makeup. I can do makeup. Like, that's when you start getting all of that stuff. And it's not necessary because, like you said, 
your art is going to be different yeah. from mine. It's going to stand out. Yeah. It's going to shine. Yeah. Somebody may may love how you do your that makeup versus how I do it. And it's yeah. okay because what's for me going to be for me. So that's how people have to look at their entrepreneurship. Whatever they want to, whatever type of business they want to start, that's how they should look at it. Yes, pat it over here, pat them pies, but my pie going to be good okay. too. And it's going to sell. And like you said, have confidence. Because if you go up to somebody and you're trying to sell your business and you don't look like it's worth being purchased, then that's a yeah. problem. Yeah, you got to have confidence in what you're, um, what you're presenting. I, and I did. I lacked. I used to. I lacked the confidence in my own product at times because I, I start saying what they're going to think before they even have a chance to think. <laughs>